have you heard this saying, the last straw that broke the camel's back? <laughs> that saying, when I first heard it, I thought to myself, I was like, really, can a straw really break a camel's back? But one thing we need to realize is there are so many things that are piled on that camel before that straw finally did the trick and broke the back of the camel. Many of us as mothers are doing that. We are moving around, pushing ourselves on, loading many things, and then suddenly one thing that looks seemingly small to everybody else just snaps us into bits. That is why we need to be very aware. This is a very important practice that we can start to incorporate. And I know because I've been there. I am Dr. Denis. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom. I'm your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. So this is where we talk about all things motherhood, the good, the bad, the ugly, the challenges that we face, and most importantly, ways by which we can improve our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. And preventing our backs from breaking is part of it. And so for today's session, we're going to be talking about how sometimes we push ourselves to a point where we end up breaking down. A breakdown can be seen as a bad thing. And to a large extent, when you hear things like breakdown, whether it's a mental breakdown, an emotional breakdown, or maybe even a breakdown of the vehicle, most people don't want that, those kind of breakdowns to happen. However, whenever we are faced with a breakdown, we have choices. And these choices is where we tap into who we really are, our superpowers. One of which can be we can lay there and have a pity party for ourselves. We can take up victim mentality and have a veal called victim aisle and suddenly start to say, oh, poor me, oh, woe is me. And there are many of us, especially as mothers, that sometimes do that. But many times we also have some mothers who have been broken down, but because of those children, especially when the children are younger, they pick themselves up, the broken pieces of themselves, and they keep pushing. Now, a breakdown can be the beginning of something beautiful. I needed a breakdown to remodel my thinking, to remodel my process, to remodel my life. That breakdown came in form of the loss of my father. That breakdown came in the situations I was going through as I was living an acrimonious relationship, plowing through with beautiful children, very, very young and very dependent on me. And so for some reason, we need to recognize something important, that there are times when we have so much pressure up on ourselves, we have so much pressure that is causing us to feel like we're about to explode or sometimes even implode. And for that reason, we become very unstable in managing our thoughts, in managing our beliefs, in managing our emotions. And that can be a bigger problem. The good thing about our children and this is because I'm talking to mothers or those who are close to you, is because they can perceive some of these things that you 
might be exhibiting. So you might be exhibiting these things unconsciously or sometimes even consciously, and they pick up on them. They know when you are upset. They know when you are sad. They know when you're feeling um, fearful. Sometimes they do not know how to react to it or to respond. And so children tend to kind of create stories in their head. Some of them will say things like, oh, I'm the reason why mommy is upset. I'm the reason my mommy is sad. And they don't know that it's not them. So it's very important when we are going through challenges, when we are having things piled on day in, day out, to recognize and do a constant assessment of ourselves. Hmm, how do I feel today? Where am I at today? Am I getting to that point where my back is about to break? And if it is, we need to seek help. That help could come in the form of you sending a message to a friend, a colleague, someone who could support you, a mentor, a coach, to say, help, I need some advice here. Or it could be a situation whereby you're sending the message, I need a break, time out. It could also be a situation whereby you need to say, oh, I need to see my doctor, my therapist, the health professional. These are certain things that we can do to give ourselves a moment to just check. Where am I at? It is those checks that we do that help us to prevent a breakdown. I'm not saying that you should definitely avoid a breakdown altogether. As a matter of fact, sometimes you try everything within your power (laughs) to stop a breakdown from happening and it still happens anyway. And so rather than sit down and cry over spilled milk, what do you do? You look for a way forward. So you can make that choice. And that's a choice that we as mothers tend to make every single day. So you might say, but it's hard. I have to agree with you. It is hard. But you know what's harder? When you look back after 10 years of living in victimhood to a situation whereby you're just relieving the pain and saying, oh, why me? What did they do? Why did they do that to me? That is pain. Because the person who has hurt you, the people who have caused problems for you, they've moved on. You are still living there. That is pain. So rather than having that extended pity party, it is time to stop, which which is what the breakdown does for you. It helps you to stop. It then helps you to take stock. And then it then helps you to put stuff in perspective, okay? So the three steps is number one, it helps you to stop. Number two, it helps you to take stock. And number three, it helps you to put stuff in perspective. I'm gonna start with number one. Helping you to stop is a godsend. Because we're constantly moving, constantly thinking, constantly peddling, juggling, doing all sorts of things. And sometimes we need to kind of get to that point where we stop. We just take a moment and breathe. We just take a moment and let go. 
Some things may break, some things may crash. But remember that you, your health, your well-being is so important. It's only when you're feeling right in yourself that you can take care of other people efficiently. Remember what they say when you're on a plane. They said that in the event that the cabin pressure should drop, oxygen masks will fall in front of you. Apply to yourself first before you apply to anybody else. And they actually even also say, even if you have a child, apply to yourself first. Do you know why? Because even as mothers, where we want to sacrifice for everyone, if you're applying the oxygen mask to your child and the child is, of course, does not understand what's going on and is fighting, and oh, like, what, mommy, what are you doing to me? And you spend an extra time there, but you are deprived of oxygen. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to pass out. The child's not going to get oxygen and everything is going to go south. So you need to stop. When you stop, you can breathe. When you stop, you can think. When you stop, you can let go. The second step is take stock. There are so many things that we are all dealing with every single day. There's a saying where I come from said, you, the lizard is crawling on the tummy. There are many moving about the place. You do not know the one that has got tummy ache. You could say to somebody, oh, I'm having a bad day because maybe my boss was mean. And that person probably just got fired. Then that person could say, ah, you think you're having a bad day, your boss was mean. My, I got fired. Then the person who got fired will be thinking his own situation is worse. And then another person in that gathering might just say, ah, guess what? Oh, I've been told that I have so many, so many months to leave because they've discovered the cancer. So you can imagine things can always go worse. But when we are aware of what's happening around us, what's happening to us, okay, all right, so I'm feeling this breakdown now. Yes, it's a reality of, okay, this relationship has ended. This business has failed. This work has ended. This person has died. This challenge has become escalated beyond what I expected it to be. All these things are situations and issues that we come across every day. When we stop and take stock, we are looking at each and every one of them one by one. We are having that opportunity to kind of have a very detailed examination of what we have in front of us. Okay, so this situation whereby this, situa this challenge is, is getting worse, what are some factors that are contributing to it? Taking stock helps you to evaluate and analyze. For those who are working in corporates, you probably know that it's very important for you at work or your employer to evaluate what you are doing. You also evaluate the project, analyze things and say, hmm, how did this work? Could this have worked differently? And there, Taking stock is like, where are we now? Because you cannot know where you're going unless you know where you are at. It's just like, okay, I want to go to Australia. Okay, that's fine. Put the sat nav, the address of wherever you want to go in your sat nav. 
you put your sat nav on, you're trying to get your um, destination in. They will ask you, where are you moving from? If you're going from Africa to Australia, it's a different route than if you were going from Asia to Australia. Also, the duration is going to be different. The mode of transportation is going to be different. For example, if you said, okay, I would like to drive from uh, Australia to from England to Australia, <laughs> we know that might be, a, <laughs> it's going to be very long and you might need to ferry some parts of it because we are separated by water bodies. But if you were in a place where there's a connection between, say, a, the, some part of Australia and some part of Asia, a car can do the job. So before we start to make plans, we need to take stock of what we've got. We need to know what we have. We need to know what has been lost and what is still there that we can salvage. You remember how we said, when milk spills, you can sit down there and cry over the spilled milk. Or you can decide, hmm, what am I going to do? Okay, the bottle fell, broke, and the milk got spilled. What can I do? Can I pick those pieces of the bottle and use them to do something? Can I use that milk to create something different? Can I just, do I just need to clean it up and clear it up so that it doesn't cause a problem? And then I start to think of what else to do in relation to the next steps. So sometimes the things we need to do in terms of taking stock is to clear out the old, examine what we've got, and then take it from there. And that kind of leads us nicely to the third step, which is taking stuff into perspective. There are certain things that happen in our lives, and when things fall apart, <laughs> like they do many times, we can have something that was pretty much useless to us suddenly become useful or something that was so useful to us, we didn't want to let go of it and suddenly it becomes useless. It's all in perspective. I'll give you an example. There was a woman who lived in a very lovely area in the suburban part of her um neighborhood and it was so beautiful she enjoyed living her life there she had her pets and her one child and um unfortunately at that point in time there was um a business trip her husband went for unfortunately he died and was unable to come back so that was it it was a shock to her she thought to herself, like, what? I mean, a few days ago, my husband was here. We were all happy. And suddenly he's no longer here. Her world fell apart. Her, as Everything was just so devastating. And before, of course, the husband had gone on that trip, she was of the opinion that, oh, you know what? Okay, I think I know what I'm going to do. This beautiful Cadillac that we've got. Oh, it's a once in a so frequently that we drive it. It was one of those like special vehicles. The moment her husband passed away, that so-called special vehicle became like, oh, this is now trash. How can I get rid of it? You see, sometimes tragedies, sometimes challenges, sometimes losses can cause us to look at things differently. And sometimes even those things that you thought, oh, they are worthless, they can suddenly become your gems. 
I know of a lady who mentioned she was talking about her journey. She went through quite a few challenges in her life and she was actually facing financial difficulties. That is when she started to scrape all her pockets and bags and she was able to gather coins together, gather little pieces of money together. She started to look through her closet, look at some clothes that she perhaps were like, oh, I don't like this one, I don't like this one. She gathered them together, got them ready and sold them off. Those were the things that she utilized to pay some of the debts that she had accrued that was causing her so much discomfort. This is her taking things, the stuff into perspective. She looked at it and said, okay, I've got all this stuff. This is what's left. She has taken stock. But in this stuff, there are these things can be utilized to generate some form of income, which is what I need right now because of my financial situation. And so she did. Any situation you're going to experience or even that you're going through right now, you can make a shift. You can utilize this three-step formula of stopping, of taking stock, and of using, putting stuff in perspective. And that just leads you onward to evolve through that challenge, to evolve through that breakdown, no matter what that breakdown is. I listened to a short video the other day and someone said, do you want to cry? And there was a lady there. She was like, yes, I do want to cry. So, okay, good. Please cry. Cry very hard. And when I was listening to it, my, my face was like, what? What's that supposed to mean? And she said, the, the, the lady was told, cry very hard. But I want you to remember one thing. This would be the last time you cry for this exact same thing. When I heard that, I was like, whoa, now that's a different perspective. Before I used to think, people, I used to hear things like, oh yeah, cry, take some time and move on from it. But this particular one said, cry hard, cry, but make sure that that's the last time you cry for it, the exact same thing. And there's some women that when they get to a point that they are so upset, so like devastated about something and they cry, you know that they've gotten to a point where they are going to let go completely. They have gotten to the point of no return. So it's not a matter of, oh, you were not happy. And so we'll just come and appease you and everything will be kind of patched up. Be wary when somebody gets to a point where they are crying because of the pain they have experienced. Because at that point, as they are crying, as they are expressing and getting those tears out, they are having screen wash, wash away all the muck, all those things that are not helping them to see clearly. Because the moment they see clearly, they will take certain steps that will shock <laughs> others. And so remember, challenges come, breakdowns come, but they don't need to keep you broken down. Rise up. Utilize that breakdown as a moment to stop, to take stock, and to use the stuff to put things in perspective. I hope you found some value today because we need to be equipped with practical ways 
to improve our well-being. So please go ahead. If you've not already subscribed to this, download this episode, listen to it again. You might have been doing listening to this while you were doing your chores or walking your dog or perhaps when you were driving. Come back and have a listen and maybe take make some notes of what your main takeaway was, how you want to start approaching those different challenges and use those the three-step formula I just mentioned to navigate through the different issues that are coming up in your life that may be getting you to that point where you feel you're about to break down and you would be amazed at the clarity you're going to have and at the changes you'll be able to make. I'm Dr. Duny. Until next time. I ask that you stay well.